family to invention. And David, he was my son. He was murdered by the second thing on January the 9th, 
So um, thank you for being a part of our podcast this evening, Mr. Jimmy. Tell us a little bit more about what happened with your son. And we're, we're so sorry for your loss. Tell, tell our audience what happened on that day with your son. Uh, on the day with murder, um, I was at home and I got a call from his mother, Cynthia Action, who's now deceased. Uh, and, you know, she was telling me, Jimmy, because we called my son ALJ and they, they got, police got ALJ surrounded. And we didn't know what, we didn't know what for because a couple of weeks before they had came to her mother to her mother's home and, and they put them outside six o'clock in the morning bath that same officer son killed that murder him with a warrant but they said the warrant was a, a, a they didn't say it was a felony warrant they just said it was just a warrant for something like missing court or something and um but they were lying all the while and they woke everybody up they searched for them and then on a day was killed, uh, January the 27th, 2019, and I got the call and she told me, she said, they got air that's around us, can I talk to them? And she said, uh, uh, no, nah, they, they won't let nobody in, inside the apartment complex. And she said, uh, so I called her, I said, well, I'm gonna see, can I go, I'm gonna go and get over there. And she said, she called me back a minute later. She said, they shot it. And I said, well, at least he's not dead. And then she said, she, said, she just broke down until he died, he mm. dead. Mm. So, in which jurisdiction did this happen, Mr. Jimmy? This is what happened. Which jurisdiction did this happen? Where did your son's life get taken? Uh, it was taken over. It was over in Allen Temple apartment over in Atlanta. Mm. You know, at the time. Um, you said this is in 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019, January the 22nd, eight days before the Super Bowl that was here in Atlanta. So we're in 2023. What's, what happened with the officers after the court, after uh, any charge? What happened? Well, from, the, from, from the front beginning, uh, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottoms, uh, she allowed him, the officer, to resign instead of being fired after, wow. much, public, after much public from, after, after much pressure from the public, even though she knew what had happened, even though she knew the truth, uh, she allowed him to resign, still collect his pension. And later, and then later, he was uh, he was allowed to uh, do uh, what it was surveillance work for the federal government. They allowed him to uh, they go, you know how they that's how they do. Let uh, when yeah, they, they, they moved to another spot. And so in in December twenty seventh, um, December twenty seventh, December sixteenth, twenty twenty two, Fulton County Grand Jury South Peak. A taxpaying citizen saw fit to indict this officer, son okay. who murdered my son, and they and they indicted him on charge of felony murder, aggravated assault, violation of oath, and in in process of being indicted, like days later his attorney filed a motion to have his court moved to case moved to a federal court with expect more favorable and lenient treatment through qualified immunity. Mm -hmm. So so since the <clears throat> then indictment's been handed down and now Mr. Sung Kim is charged with um, federal murder. What, what, where's the case at, at this point? Well, we, we waited on the decision. We went, we went to court about a month ago and it's to, it's to decide whether we're going to be uh, moved to a federal court or whether we're going to remain in state court. And, and that's what we're in the process. And so it gave, put a delay in and it gave them another four weeks to get the briefing together. Uh, because a, a file was missing uh, once again about the federal government, and um, and so he told me, you know, he just quoted they got to get the file. Mm -hmm. 
They you wanted to say it. You wanted to say a federal court. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The move. Yeah, they wanted to move the case to a federal court. That's that's who made the decision, making the decision a federal judge. So you you wanted to say in state court as of right I, now. I prepared to say in state court because, I mean, moving it. He was he was a, he was that Atlanta police officer. He was assigned to a federal task force. But he was executing a state warrant. That did not make him a, a, a federal officer, an officer in federal, uh, enforcing federal law at the time he murdered my son. And it'll be an insult. It'll be a complete disrespect, a complete, a complete insult to the citizens of Fulton County to have this case and an insult to my family to have this case moved to a federal court. Uh, you know, it sounds like uh, Nikki Owens' case. Uh, Nikki Owens, her case is in the same kind of predicament. Um, she's over here in Maryland. It's the same thing. They're trying to move the case to different jurisdictions to give them more leniency as well. Um, Mr. Jimmy, tell me this. As far as the community is concerned, being that you're still waiting right now to get a court date, what um, is the best way the community can help out as far as applying any kind of action with your case? Well, by supporting us, you can support us uh, through social media. You can support us uh, we put out so many call to action and we and we were trying to get an idea of when 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 the court date was. You could come support us at the um then like I told you, I send the information to you. And I send yeah. it I send it as soon as I find out, uh I think it'll be four or five days ahead. And I'll be I send the information to you and 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 let, and let ask you to uh process had you to spread it out for them because we need all the support we can. The more people in the courtroom, uh uh the better, the more support we get. The better, you know, because if it, if it and, and that, that's not just in my case, that's in any case. If it affects okay. one, it should affect us all. And and these murders should affect us all. The murder of son, Ken, the way he murdered my son, who should still be alive today, mm -hmm. unjustified and un, unnecessary. And it should affect uh, it should affect us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this is he a, was a year veteran. He was a twenty six year veteran. I would have been known to disobey orders. And and, 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 and and be overly aggressive. 26 year better. What excuse do we have? Mm. And, and how old was your son? Uh, beautiful. My son, he was 21 years old and he leaved behind two children. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful young um, brother right there. Beautiful. Yeah, 21 years old. Now, and Jimmy, this is his mom in the picture right here, right? Yeah, that's Cynthia asking that's his mom. Now, I think uh, it's important for everybody to know as well, uh, Cynthia is no longer with us. Um, Jimmy, what year did she pass? Uh, she, she passed away May 19th. Uh, May, oh. May the night, we laid out of it, May 19th of 2022. Mm -hmm. She died from a broken heart after suffering. Um, after su Uh-oh, you went on mute. You went on mute. Yeah. You on mute. Jimmy, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, brother. We can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, when, when we did live interviews, uh, she'll get up and just break down crying and say she just couldn't take it no more. Mm. You know, that, I mean, that was a heart. That was a piece. That was a piece that was stolen, that was taken away from mm -hmm. All in the blink of an eye. All because of the color of his skin. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah, and one thing I want to add, when you see the way he lied 
the way he lied, and 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 he, my son was surrounded by four officers with weapons around, not tasers now. And Son Kim and with given two conflicting commands. And Son Kim was the only officer that shot. Shot him one time, blow the eye, blowing out his brain, and said he thought my son Finger was a gun. Didn't know other officers see no need to shoot. Didn't know other officer pull the trigger. But him. But Son Kim, the, the same one who lied. Uh, uh, said that my son had a history of, uh, of fighting with police officers and when the public integrity unit of the Fulton County District Attorney Office, which investigated this case, my son and my son had one misdemeanor. Right. But yeah. son Kim said he had a history, one misdemeanor. But, but even, even still, if he had a history or not, that it doesn't even matter, you know, like because yeah. at the end of the day, it's the action of the officers, you know? And, and, and we gotta, we have to stop getting a matter of, uh, I guess, stop in the routine of even defending that stuff, you know? Yeah, we have to defend that. Yeah, we ain't got to defend that. I don't care if he had to defend that. Because when that yeah. officer interacted with your son, he didn't know right. nothing about him. All he knew was he was a black man. That's right. He used aggression because he was a black man. Right. Whether he was a, 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 a AF or a, a student, or ace athlete oh, that, or had, a whole, had a whole a rack of, of charges. It does not matter right. because you didn't know all of that when you encountered that brother. That's you, right. You did that because you used aggression because that's of right. how he looked, period. That's right. story. And so and we have to stop. We have that to culture stop. conditioning again. That's that, 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 that culture that. condition. That's what it is right there, period. Because we get to the mindset of saying he was a good boy. Yeah. He, he was this, he was that. It, it was bad. It don't matter. It's, it's about he how the officer encounter with our kids, period. Yeah. That's what the issue is. No matter what. He didn't deserve right. it. And, and, and they know and they know he didn't do it because the Atlanta yeah. police failed to properly investigate the warrant. After the after the girl who came forward and stated that there was no going on on Robert, the Atlanta police folder had did a follow-up. Hmm. But because they laziness and they callousness and they sloppiness, this also played a part. Mm -hmm. uh, in my son's death because they wouldn't, they wouldn't do the follow-up. They didn't go back and do the follow-up. Mm -hmm. Proper procedure wasn't done in this case. Well, well, we have learned from listening to a lot of these other stories, um, Jimmy, is that they create the chaos. Mm -hmm. they, they, create the, they create the situation, the crisis situation, and then they go about the business of trying to cover up the crisis that they created. And what we're 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 going to expose these stories so that we can say, nah, we talk no more, no more. And the other thing that we know that a lot of injustice happens in what empty courtrooms. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're, it's important to have support. You know, my son was surrounded by four officers, and, and all their statements are inconsistent. One of them said uh, he raised his right hand in the form of a gun. Another one said he raised both hands together. In the form of a gun, and another said he just raised his right hand. So anybody know, you know, Jamal and Robinson got shot seventy six times. If my son, how police law enforcement protect my son would have been felt any kind of with any kind of threat. And when I was felt, he was any kind of threat. All of them within the same position, uh, the same feet, a couple of feet away from it. My son would have had so many bullets, and we would he would have been unrecognizable. Mm. Mm. It would have been unrecognizable, and, and and that just that just what happened. That's why I fight so hard. That's my son, mm. and he was murdered unnecessarily, unjustified. And I love him, mm. and, and, and I miss him. And and people don't understand what this had done to to my to the family. You know, my son had six sisters on his mother's side, three of them mine, and he had five sisters on my side and one brother. Mm. 
And this had done a tremendous amount of damage. Uh, 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 damage, that's done a tremendous amount of damage to my family. And we not only just lost Santa's mother, we laid his grandmother rest two years ago and his uncle. Within the last two years, we lost his grandmother who loved Nadell. We loved, he lost his uncle and we, and we lost his mother. That was a very close knitted family. I, I think uh, people got to realize too, as you say, you know, as you say again, people don't understand what it has done directly to your family, right? That's the point I have in the podcast. So that's why I titled Life After the Impact to discuss the impact uh, that it has on people, just not just with the police department, within families as well. Um, I myself, you know, lost my son, Roxanne lost her son, and we're all in different states or whatever, right? Uh, the impact that it has on families across the board, you know, people don't get to discuss those things, right? And I think it's a matter of how do you begin to move forward? Once, <clears throat> what you're saying that's out here is more so, it's community support. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the child this year or the cases you don't know. You guys need community support out there in Atlanta. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and, and you know, people got to understand this system designed to not hear the cries of the family. This system, this system is designed to wear and tear down. This That's system right. is designed to beat us up and make us give up. And a lot of families have gave up. I know y'all, know a lot of families have just, have just gave up. And so what we have to do, we just have to keep going forward. We have to just keep leaning on one another. You know, I, my trust is in God. And I try to let him direct me and I and try to, and those who are strong got to bear with them families are those who are weak. And that's how we continue to lift each other up because at, at one time or another in this fight, we all gonna get weak. Yeah. And we have to lean on one another. We have to look and we have to look instead of unnecessary foolishness. We have to look and just see who who crying out for help. We have to beat up for one another and keep building one another up. And that's, that, that's all the way we gonna, we gonna get and we can't get stop getting complacent. You know, when we get one small bit, we get so complacent. We have to keep keep our foot on the pedal and boots on the ground. We just have to keep pressing. Mm-hmm. Even though I was suffering and struggling, we just gotta keep the pressure going. Some kind of way. It has become a sense of normalcy. Um, as in the same way people have gotten conditioned to people killing our kids, and they're like, oh, who they killed this week? Okay, we put a hashtag with the name of whatnot. You know, it can't be like that. It has to be a sense of normalcy that we got to understand that we cannot let this keep happening, right? The same way you give it one time, you brush your teeth, give it one time, fight for justice. It's the exact same thing. It, this is being, it's wrong. Wrong is wrong. Whether it happens to your child, happen to my child, it can still happen right now to any of us because mm-hmm. the law is still the same. How they got it scripted out right now? Mm-hmm. If we don't and change the system, the system gonna continue to remain the same, and we got to right. change the system. We got to change it. Yeah, right. and the bigger part of that is that these things happen, and no one's held accountable. That's right. And we have to make sure that somebody's held accountable. Right. Because that's the only way systems change is when. The people who are held accountable for their behavior. That's right. That's right. That is wrong. It's unjust. And yeah. we shouldn't have to worry about our children. We shouldn't have to worry about um, them being safe from the people who are supposed to protect them. That's right. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's always to say it should always be declared a sad day in the law enforcement community anytime an officer continues to violate his oath. You know, by 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 by, by police misconduct. When I officer here to protect and serve, mm-hmm. not to put fear in us, not to 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 bring forth destruction, not to bring forth death, mm-hmm. in which is happening in most situations, a majority of the situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not a training issue. 
That's a heart issue. That's a culture issue. Yeah. That's a culture issue. So I, it's, it's in your heart. It's in yeah. your heart. That's all in your heart. I think as with any issue, like I said again, we've heard a lot of these stories over the weeks and whatnot, and I think it has to be a formula to it, right? Uh, when it comes to going to court, y'all know it's a um, it, it, whether or not the, the verdict is in our favor or not, it don't matter. Show up for court. Show up. It could be you. That's the thing. And if it was not you or not, still show up for court and support. It's not a matter of you're supporting the families. You're supporting what is actually right. That's the thing. So we have to learn to get out of the mindset of, oh, I'm, the allies and the families know. Police brutality can affect any of us. That's it can affect right. anybody. That step of the title thing separates the whole thing or not. When you got these allies down helping our families, no, you're not. You, you're still you're helping yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So you have people like Mr. Jimmy saying, hey, we got court coming up. Show up for court, you guys. Show up for court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate support because, you know, we, a lot of times we can't get too comfortable where we sit back and, 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 and let and, and let others sit and dictate our limitations or either wait wait on others for change. We got to step up. If we as family got to step up and be the change we are looking for. Mm-hmm. We can't just sit back and wait on others to do the work for us. We got to get out there and do the work. We got to get out there and, and be the shot caller. We got to get out there. You know, and once we get out there, other, other families see us and we can help inspire other families because, you know, I be I, when I'm out there with these families, I see people, some of these young ladies, some of these elder women, they barely holding on to their sanity. Mm-hmm. So I'm barely holding on. They fighting so long. They fighting for so long, and it's it's, yeah, like yeah. Said, it's a matter of you you want to hear you as screaming. Imagine screaming and, and into a glass, and it's like you know, you know what I'm saying. And there's a cover over you. And you're just screaming, and no one hears you, right? And like, mm-hmm. I know they see me. I know they see me. I'm screaming. I'm screaming, mm-hmm. right? Because what's going on to happen to us can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like you're on fire right now, Mr. Jimmy. And it's like, you know, who else? Well, what, what can you do to make the community catch on fire to understand what's going on? What happened with your son? Well, when I, one time I do, I get out there, I, I go, I, I do a lot of going to, even on days I don't want to. I, I, I My sign go with me everywhere I go. I think they put me out of a hundred black men and me one day. One time I went out, it laughed because I was upset, but I did. You know, I went in there and they seen my sign. I just seen a whole bunch of whispering. I was all the way in the back. And when they seen that desperate Jimmy sign and they seen the police house, you know, they went about that because down here, they don't, I mean, that's everywhere. You don't, you don't, they don't want to be a part of that. So that was a hundred black men in Atlanta. So what I do, I, I go, I go on the corner. If I had to go to the corner of the street, if I had to go to the train station, if I had to go to the mayor's office, I just, I have to keep, I just let them know, you know, this my son. I love him. Yeah, I mean, my son was murdered on this area, and to get the dead would we, be like uh, 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 being a kin to him. That that'd be a kin to him. That'd be like killing him a second time. And you know, we got to be the boss, and I had to be the boss for my son. I'm gonna continue to be the boss for my son, even until my last bro. That's my son. I love him. It's the right thing to do. And you know, I I, I pray for support. I pray for strength. You know, I pray for I pray God to guide me. And I just know I just have to keep going. I have to have the courage. God said he'll never leave nor forsake me. And I trust him. And I trust him not to leave nor forsake me. And I'm gonna keep fighting. And that's why I tell the community, I try to wake up the community. I try to, you know, me and you were talking earlier and it hurt so bad when I'm out there passing out flights and I see I seen this young lady and I see these men walk by me and they have three or four children. I was like, 
uh, can I get a fly about my son? He was murdered by police. And uh, they might say, no, I'm good. How you good? How, how, I mean, do you understand? I'm not just fighting for my son. I'm fighting yeah. for your son too. Yeah. I'm fighting for the sake yeah. of your children because not, not, not in a million years did nobody, yeah. neither one of us think that this will end up on our doorstep. And yeah. that's, what, that's what they ain't seen to understand. Yeah. And that, that's the worst feeling. It's the worst feeling when you try to hand a flyer to, a, 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 especially a black family, right? And yeah. they have young black boys with them. And all you do, you see your son, this black family, they will turn your flyer away. <laughs> and then you want to be in tears, man. People understand you got to like stand strong, like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go to muscle my. Listen, I've been out there before when I tell my sister, I'll be ready to like, be like, what you mean you'll get my flyer? I'm ready to fight, right? But it's yeah. like we have to, I think the community sometimes, um, as it's, like we said before, too, we were talking earlier again, a lot of times, a lot of us are not woken up by the situation until it happens to us. And we got to stop at that point in time, especially when it comes to police brutality. Um, that's what it is. A lot of us don't get involved heavily. We might go to protests here and there. Let's just be honest. But we're not in, in the moment or in a movement like that too. We are actually in the moment itself. Then we're like boots to the ground. But we got we can't keep in like that. We got to be boots on the ground regardless. And I be I sometimes be with other families. Sometimes be my myself because sometimes if they be it, I, I let them know. If they be it, I know I'm gonna go. And I and I be one. I go to book here. Y'all know book. I go to book here. I go with the stars at. I go where they don't want us at. Right. I go up there and I'm, I'm I'm because I'm not ashamed. That's my son, and, and, and I give my life for him. And I wish I, as a black man, people don't understand. Um, people don't understand. Uh, uh, well, as a black man, you know, the per I mean, as a man anyway, they say a, a man ain't supposed to cry. And I don't know who told that damn lie, but that's a lie because uh, there's going to be moments in your life that situation that uh, break down the strongest or the strongest. Mm -hmm. You know, in trouble being my way, I have to cry sometimes. So, you know, so, you know, I I, I, I go to these places. I have to continue to go to these places. I have to go to Bughead. I have to go to different uh, uh, different places. I go where they don't want me at. Mm -hmm. Because y'all gonna y'all gonna know this name. Y'all gonna know it in your sleep. Y'all gonna remember this name, the name of Jimmy Edson. That's right. That's right. Well, before we leave, um, what I'm hearing, uh, Brother Jimmy, is that this is not in uh we often say this, and Latoya says this, uh, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even when you're running a marathon, you know, sometimes you got to take a, take a break to take a sip of water yeah. and get yeah. right back in there. You know, it's like a marathon. It's like a going 12 rounds with a heavyweight champion. It's like all them things rolled up into one. But right. I, I happen to believe my, my, my faith tells me that, you know, that we were, we were created for just these kind of moments. And I, and I just leave that with you, brother Jimmy, that you were created for this, this, this moment in time and to keep fighting for your son and please let us know when that court date is and everybody who's in the atlanta area need to show up in that courtroom and 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 fill it up to the brown so that those people will know that yeah we are watching y'all we watching y'all and we not gonna let injustice just happen without watching yeah. Thank y'all so much. It, it means so much. It means so much, especially when you, and, and like uh, I was telling the story, I was like, and I couldn't find out. And I talked to a couple of pastors at the time. They were like, Jimmy, that just ain't happening now. And I was like, the black pastor, we get no support. Here we are, the birthplace of Dr. Martin Luther King, Cradle of the Silver, right? The blackest city in America, and, and pastors and, 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 and everybody, we, uh, all these stars and, 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 and all the entertainment and, and, and state reps and it just it just hard to get support 
It seems like if there's something about they'll support voting right, they'll support everything. But when it comes to police brutality, they, they oh, bag. They Everybody hide. They hide when it comes to that. Yeah, they, yeah, they hide. It's like so many of them sold they sold for a few pieces of silver. Come on now. Come yeah, on. and a lot of them, a lot of them should be manipulated, controlled by the president power of the white supremacist. So how can you preach about God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, and you still living in fear? Well, well, well. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> That's right, though. How, how, how can you keep preaching about that? And so you have pastors don't want to preach about it. They don't want to preach about uh, a police brutality. You have uh, people trying to sugarcoat it. You know, I go to gun violence events. I go to gun violence event, make them, I know what I'm going to, and they let me speak about both of my sons. But then the thing goes there, but you don't never hardly see nothing about a police brutality event or police brutality town hall meeting. It's like people afraid to, 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 to. They don't to, want to speak up. They don't want to speak up and say what's, and say what's right in right. fear of the backlash or whatnot. It's kind of, again, culture conditioning. Culture. We are, we are, we are, we're conditioned to think <laughs> like that, to accept the answer, what it said or not. And then when you go against the grain, it's like, oh my God, you're saying that 12, are you crazy? And yeah, I'm saying that was it, play. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, yeah. So, and it, so it, it, it bothers me because here we are, our ancestors sacrificed. Hmm. Right. They bled, they got hung, they got shot, they got raped. Every, every could, which kind of they sacrifice. Even little Ruby Bridges, when she had to face what she faced. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we don't have them type of leader. Well, leadership, I think leadership don't turn into misleadership. And it's not that we have to, we are leaders. Mm -hmm. And we had to just show the world, we had to show everybody, no, we, we're not, we fight for our love. We're not, we're not finna bag now. Yeah. And, and the other thing that we have to remember is the most important, the powerful um, uh, movements have been from the ground up, not from the top down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> At the top, they are, you know, they comfortable. They they don't want to compromise their comfortability, right? So we're us on the ground, we the ones we've been waiting for. That's right. And we can't expect them people that the sit stars and stuff. The stars and stuff. They, they sit the high, they, they eating filet mignon and they right. they comfortable. Right. So they don't right. want they don't want to be discomfortable. So we the ones that gotta do and, and I got to do the work and i believe that um, that we have the power to change we're gonna get it we're gonna get it deep mm -hmm. and you know what you just said you know they don't got comfort well it's time to make the, those that are comfortable uncomfortable okay I'm and they, they, it's time to make them uncomfortable at the bottom line they, they don't been comfortable they don't been relaxed too long and it too just long. you know what i mean they too long while we're suffering this struggle mm -hmm. you know what i mean while we're suffering this struggle heartache and then pain and trying to fight for some type of accountability and then still manage our everyday life at home. You know, that's something else. So it's that time to make them, time to make those that are comfortable, uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, it's been, it's been really nice uh, speaking with you this evening and please keep us posted and, you know, give us a heads up and we will post um, the uh, trial for, for your son, um, justice for Jimmy Atkinson. And uh, we gonna keep fighting. Not right. one step back, not one Thank step you. back. Yeah. And I'm gonna say the names, and I'm gonna keep fighting, and I'm gonna, you know, I when that send me some names, you know, I go to post because I know I I I, I, I post them, and I'm gonna post. Uh, 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 you say your son, and and it was your son, right? Yes. Your son, and I'm gonna post, and I post like I just like I post my, I love to post, and I post and say the names, and 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 just hope people continue to share and 
and, and spread. And, and that's what we just have to do, just keep, keep that's the pressure. That's right, Y'all guys, keep sharing the stories as well. You guys said, be on the lookout for a uh, flyer update as far as when court is going to be for Jenny's case. Uh, not only to be on the lookout for the flyer, if you are in the Atlanta area, show up to court. Uh, you know, people who are in the Atlanta area as well, tell them to go to court. Even you can't stay for the whole court, just show up for a little bit. Right. Now. Thank you. So you I so appreciate it. You'll be glad. It, it'll be. You'll be. It'll be glad. Glad to appreciate it. It'll be. It'll well, be Mr. Jenner, we got it again. That's not versus being appreciated. We got to get it. We got to begin to condition ourselves to make that the new norm. You know what I'm saying? And that one, when it comes to new norms, I'd appreciate it. It's more so that's what we're supposed to be doing anyway. You know? All right, you all. So good night. This has been Life After the Impact. Good night, guys. Okay, night, love y'all. Okay. Good night. Thank you. Thank you again. A lot of injustice happens in empty courtrooms. That's right. And I don't know about you, you know, most of us have either had loved ones or may have been involved in the injustice ourselves. Let us start to the eyes and, and ears and, and, and show up, put our bodies on the line in that way. Make us come, you know, if you can be there because when people see that we are serious about showing up, they can't just chuck and jive. Because it's mm -hmm. sitting there witnessing the shucking and the job. Mm -hmm. 